did you see did you see all the failure rolls from my other blades group? Yeah. <laughs> those were five in a row. That's Let's feel better. so Tabitha, I want you to look at those and realize that it could be worse for you. Thanks. I needed that. <laughs> I needed to so, think about how my life could worsen. I will dwell so, on that. I, I know Tabitha doesn't uh, sound too great right now, uh, but I do kind of want to at least finish up what we're doing right now since we know we're not going to be playing next week, and I'd rather at yeah. least finish this one heist rather than go two or three weeks because it, it might actually be the next two weeks depending on John's travel schedule. Um, so at least finish this up so we can have some closure there. Uh, it's like okay, we're at the end so, of this anyway, so. Yeah. So who wants to talk about uh, what happened last time? Yeah, so we knew that the Centralia Club was going to be important, so we decided that we wanted to sneak in there. So we got an invite from the lady who runs that brothel, and she let us in. We tried a few different ways to sort of find our way into, like, the secret doors, that were that were there some were more or less successful i think uh cliff was taken to like a big um library which was pretty cool and he was in a room where the windows were looking out on like the history times or something and and like someone mentioned earlier there was basically cthulhu elder something maybe culty stuff potentially going on (laughs) with the centralia club and um, we uh, eventually all snuck our way into some ceremonial chamber where they had the rock or a similar rock to the one that I had earlier, the soul-sucking rock. Dwayne and Johnson? No, it wasn't we, the rock. It was the eye. Which is different than the rock? Uh, yeah, because the eye, it, it's the eye of Kotar. Uh, the thing that y'all gave to Fitz and that had recently been stolen from him. Gotcha. Uh, Iskra and I had stolen some cloaks from somebody else, some other people that are about to show up. Um, so as soon as they get there, they're going to be like, hey, like, there there are no cloaks, and there should be, and they're going to realize some issue has happened. So I think yeah. we were about to try and do something to skedaddle. Yep. Uh, Cliff had been left alone in the library and got it in his head that it'd be a good idea to take that painting of a lighthouse on the mountain with him. At which point it started glowing when he grabbed it. And uh, the two people that had been with him, Lady Penderlin, who is married to the head of the Bluecoats, and Raffello, uh, who calls himself the resident artist of the uh, Centralia Club, they both left with uh, Madame Teslin. And we're coming up the stairs where you guys are at. Sophia had gotten uh, Harvell Brogan, the owner of the club. She had drugged him in certain ways and figured out uh, and like had him like vouch for her uh, to become a member, a new member of the Circle of Blue Flame. And so she had gone up here with him. And then you guys showed up, and then some other people showed up. But now there's too many people and not enough robes is where we were leaving that off at. Sophia's Um, pretty sure her friends are about to screw this up for her, but she doesn't know they're there. Yep, she doesn't know they're there. 
and um, because all uh, I think all of the robes look exactly the same except for the one that Sophia's wearing because it's probably like instead of the blue robe with the sigil on it the uh, golden sigil of the eye with the flame in it i think that one's probably like a gray or a black robe probably gray because uh it's for the initiate uh so it kind of marks yeah. them as separate but everyone who's supposed to be wearing these robes the members of the inner circle the seven as it were were they're all technically you know like the same status in the organization so all of the robes look the same and they're like these big voluminous robes so it's really hard to even tell who is who when they're wearing it i know that where we left off uh i put notes down saying virgil is about to cast tempest to make a fog iskra is getting ready to steal the eye sophia is waiting for her initiation ceremony and then the stuff that's going on with Cliff is happening. I think I want to start there, uh, just because that's technically happening before everything that's happening uh, upstairs. So, yeah, so Cliff, you had been left alone in this artist's chamber, uh, the right. artist studio. I don't know if you remember, but I've got pictures for all of these different places. Of course um, I remember what happened last time. You had seen this uh, portrait of a lighthouse, and yep. you had kind of figured out that the window that's on that lighthouse kind of looks, you're pretty sure it like looks out onto the same sort of scenery that you had been seeing from here inside the library. You had poked around a little bit to see what the most valuable thing to take was, and you decided it was that. And then when you grabbed it, it started glowing. What do you think Cliff's initial sort of reaction to that painting glowing would be? Uh, well, I've seen a lot of crazy stuff in the past, you know, 15 or so minutes. I'm probably just kind of amazed at it all. It's obviously, it's obvious that there's some sort of magic, you know, the, the science magic that we discussed earlier is happening here. I don't necessarily think that Cliff thinks it's sinister or anything, just that it's kind of fancy. Okay. I would say it'd be kind of like, you know, putting RGB on these new gamer computers. You know, it's it seems weird uh, for someone who's not used to it, but probably more fancy than it is a Sinister. All right. Like, as you are holding this, uh, uh, holding this painting, it, like, starts, like, moving. You start seeing, like, the clouds that are in there moving, and it seems like the perspective and the point of view are changing as well do you want to keep watching as the the scenery in this painting you're holding seems to be shifting so you said the perspective is changing do you mean like it's panning over to something to the left or the right of the mountains or is it like zooming in on the lighthouse or, or what so it's kind of like it's zooming in and as it's zooming in the painting itself seems to be taking more and more of your field of view up Almost like you are getting closer and closer to it. Closer to the painting? Yeah. So it's it's almost like uh, one of those magic eye puzzles where I have to, uh, you know, stick it pretty much in front of my nose to see the 3D image. I'm probably going to be fascinated by it at first, but it seems like if it's, it's opening my eyes up, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. It It feels like this painting is sucking you in. Okay, well, I'm going to not be okay with that. I'm going to try to drop 
drop the painting and back away from it. Uh, in order to do that, you'll need to make a resistance roll. Okay, probably a resolve. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, so I'm probably enraptured, so I'm not going to use any bonus dice at this point. It is a five. Okay, so it's that means one. it just uh, takes one stress. Um, okay. Like, you shake yourself free from the vision that this uh, portrait was showing you. Um, the canvas like clatters to the ground as you drop it and when you look back at it it seems to show the same scene as it did before not like the not like with the subtle changes that you were seeing from it earlier hmm well it may just be really immersive but with you know i'm not really cool with that happening without my consent so all right well i'm going to walk out and try to exit the library i'm kind of done here i'm gonna be on sneaky mode as i try to escape the cerulean club okay so uh when you you're so you're trying to leave the club entirely or just the library here well let's sneak out i want to i would definitely want to leave the library mm -hmm. but i'm gonna see if i can't sneak around a bit and try to find one of my companions uh, there wouldn't happen to be any other robes or anything in this room I could take to hide myself, would there? No, not not in this room. Like, there's painting supplies and probably a, a spare paint-smattered smock that um, Raffaello had left in here. But nothing, like, overtly culty. There was a, um, we had drinks earlier, so I'll pick up one of the empty uh, champagne glasses or whatnot okay. and carry it with me to use as an excuse if, if I get stopped. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you're able to leave the library uh, unmolested. Like, you were pretty much the only person in here because uh, it was empty except for you and Lady Penderland when you first arrived. So you go down those stairs and you find the, uh, like, you find the exit. I'd say you've probably too much time's passed for you to like catch sight of the others entering mm. one of the other secret stairways that yeah. leads to the chamber that you're in that everyone else is in now so what uh like you're gonna find yourself back down in the you know smoking lounge and there's nobody no other cerulean club members there since they're all well, there's all, like, there's still some of the, like, minor nobility and the uh, up-and-coming middle class that are rubbing elbows down here, but not any of the big names. Like, you don't okay. see Raffaello, you don't see uh, Madame Teslin, you don't see Lady Penderlin, and you don't see your friends. Right, right. Well, I will, I'll continue to mingle with it while I'm here. I will ask, um these people if they have seen you know sophia or iska or virgil or at least people that match our description if they don't recognize the name yeah you don't do you have anything that might help you here help you find i mean i can consort for days i can talk to anybody whether or not they recognize you know these people that i describe is entirely on how memorable my companions were may not be very much so if you like a suggestion it might be a good use of a flashback uh for y'all uh you having a conversation with someone on what to do if y'all get separated because it's not like you didn't know that you were going into a place 
that was bigger than it seemed. That's fair, but we also didn't know about secret staircases and whatnot. Well, I mean, you might not have, but that doesn't mean that your characters didn't. You know, uh, like that's the John whole point of the didn't, flashback. John didn't didn't Virgil have? Didn't, weren't you making a stone, like some sort of tracking stone or something? Yeah, I. So we, I, I think that I invented it. I'm not sure I actually have one current because okay. we talked about that i think jeremy you said i need like a special coin yeah um, you needed to like it needed to be like one of the first coins of the uh uh yeah so empire. i did not spend any time looking for one of those and so i'm assuming i don't have one well how about uh what would the, so the ancient coin is something we could really purchase it's something we'd have to spend narrative time to acquire is what i'm hearing yeah, they're not really in circulation. You'd have to find, like, a collector and buy one off of them or something. Okay. Or so spend a lot could, of time no- sifting through bags of coins. So nothing I could fix with a flashback is what I'm kind of getting out. I mean, you could. It would just cost more stress. It for Because normally that would be... I'm like, more than over 50% of my stress. I don't think it's really going to be worth it to... To do that, it's it's a lot of a tangent for for this. I guess what I'll do, I mean, there's not really much of a contingent we would have, I would would think, other than let's just meet up afterward. Uh, If assuming nobody at the party, and you didn't really answer my question to begin with, nobody at the party recognizes where my my friends went? If you're wanting to go around and asking people about it, uh, why don't you make a run for it? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm just kind of asking some basic questions. Have you seen that tall, lanky fellow that looks like he fucks demons on the side? (laughs) (laughs) I don't really think that requires a roll, but okay, a four. So with a four, then, uh, so you hesitate, withdraw, and try a different approach, or else do it with a minor consequence. A minor complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You suffer lesser harm. You end up in a risky position. Yeah, I think that um, someone will say, ah, Yes, I believe that uh, your friend was being inducted into the society by uh, Brogan and the others. Uh, they, um, they're best not to be disturbed at the moment. Okay. Well, I'm going to take that as probably a win for us if our friends are getting inducted into the society. I assume the complication partially whether you, he like points down the hallway and there's guards standing, obviously intended to block my way. Um, I mean, there's not, like, they use the secret doors as their method of protection. There's not, like, guards standing in front of a particular panel. Okay. Nobody like uh, that uh, Horval character, or whatever his name was. Let's check. Uh, NPCs. Brightstone. Yeah, so Horval. Horval's not standing around, I imagine. No, yeah, he's up there uh, with Sophia right now. Okay. Well, um... I'll probably look around for this secret door. Give me buddy is too suspicious of me, but uh, I will see what I can do to, to sneak in. All right. Well, uh, I think we already doing Tinker for that before. Although your compatriots already know that location. So if y'all want to figure out a way to pass that information on to Cliff in some manner. I marked it. Like That sounds like it'd be like a one stress sort of thing if someone wants to have that flashback. Little bread comes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like maybe I dropped something, or maybe I have something that I drop. Didn't you get a lot of those like tokens from that casino uh, that got, we that we held over? I got a lot of money. 
I'm going to say that so, I probably scratched the uh, wall next to where that door was. Just a small little scratch with a symbol that we all recognize. Yeah. So yeah, just spend one stress on that. And Cliff, you see that at that point. And um, you recognize that as the sign that y'all had discussed before. Okay. Is it pretty easy to walk through the secret door or is I mean, it like a panel once, once you know where it's at then it is like um it okay. works the same way as the other door did uh at the library uh and you find yourself at the bottom of the staircase with the uh three people uh, well this one's kind of a spiral staircase that goes up three floors so uh and that's when uh, we're going to cut back to everyone else up top. So to set the scene here, we had this uh, big circular room. At the center of the room is a short pillar that has the Eye of Kotar sitting on top of it. Uh, the chamber has blue walls that don't have any obvious source of light. They just seem to be kind of glowing themselves. Uh, next to the pillars, you've got Sophia in her uh, initiate robe, uh, standing there with Brogan. Virgil and Iskra were both able to sneak up, and they're wearing robes now and standing nearby. Uh, we also have Lord Mora and Lady Drake and Elstera Evrathi up here as well. Uh, so everyone was waiting for one more member of the Seven to show up when... Y'all heard the doors open downstairs and hear people climbing up that spiral staircase towards this room. What do you do? Sophia assumes this is all how it's supposed to go, so Sophia waits patiently to be inducted into this secret order. Um, Virgil, weren't you going to lay down a fog of some kind? I was. I was going to lay down a fog. I thought, I just want to make sure we we're in the same situ. Yep. So yeah, I think summoning fog to give us a way of... Uh, Getting some cover while we both grab the eye of Kotar and uh, escape would be a good idea. So we've talked about what it's like whenever you pull lightning out of thin air, but what's it like when this when you're summoning this fog? I've never done it before, like me, the player. Right. Um, I uh, I don't. I mean, I. So tell me what it looks like. It just sort of materializes. So um, it, like, you, like it was you, always there, but now we can see it. Mm -hmm. Do you do anything special for this to happen? Because I know like whenever you summon the lightning, like you were like reaching your hands out at people. Shooting force lightning, I assumed it was sort of like that. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, so it, the lightning is described as unleashing a stroke of lightning as a weapon, whereas the others are in a different category, you know, summoning a storm. You know, so maybe like in this particular scenario, I wouldn't want to be particularly wouldn't be very obvious about, you know, oh, I'm doing something right. So again, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I just sort of stand still, hold my arms sort of like, you know, to my side or maybe, you know, slightly raised up a little bit, palms up and uh, and then, you know, make make the, the weather appear, the deep London soup of a fog uh, appear in the room with us. All right, we'll make that a tune check and let's see how well it happens. So position? I would say that this is a risky position for sure. Okay, standard effect. Uh, yeah, standard. 
A one, a one, and a five. (laughs) That was very close. Uh, So with risky uh, five, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm, a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, you end up in a desperate position. Uh, So what do you think is a good consequence for this? Um, I mean, an obvious one would be someone, someone sees me causing this and you know maybe they yell out or or other people you know are are trying to see what's going on as opposed to just suddenly not being able to see yeah so i think probably what happens is like as you are summoning this fog like everyone's kind of turned to look at the stairway as as the other member of the circle uh comes up and I think it's uh, Lady Penderin. Like, uh, she crests the stairway first, and she sees you with, like, the fog billowing out of the sleeves of your robe. And she, like, points and yells out a cry of warning. Uh, She says, There's intruders in the chamber! But the room is filled with fog, and her voice is kind of muffled, but everyone here... It's definitely alert at this point that stuff's going on, even though it's hard to see. Uh, Iskra, you had something planned to do, right? So as soon as attention is drawn to First Lady Penderin as she cries out, and then to Virgil as he's got just fog just pouring out of every orifice, I am going to take the opportunity to finesse the eye off of the altar there and into my pocket and then i'm gonna fucking book it all right that sounds pretty risky so it's gonna be a risky standard two and a six six. there you go everyone's eyes are turned on virgil you're able to swoop the eye off of the small pillar the eye itself is kind of like it's like the size of two fists put together uh, it's cold and clammy, a little moist, and just not particularly uh, not particularly comfortable. Uh, but you're able to get it up your sleeve and uh, into one of your pockets that you had prepared since you knew you were coming in for the eye. Uh, Sophia, so all of this commotion's happening now, right? As you're about to be inducted, uh, what do you do? Well, I guess I guess there's two ways that I see Sophia playing this, and I believe I'm going to, to leave it to the, uh, I'm going to leave it to a roll of the dice to decide whether does that how this goes. So if I roll evens, it's good. If I roll odds, it's bad. A five. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't communicate with me, and I can't tell who the, they are, and I've never seen Virgil make smoke. So <laughs> I don't know who these intruders are, uh, but certainly it wouldn't be, you know, the rest of my crew, who's probably, you know, still hand- handling themselves downstairs. You ignored trying, us. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. not trying to get any... Uh, I saw an opportunity and I seized it. Let's, let's be clear. <laughs> I seized it with great aplomb. So, I will... I will jump in front of... Oh, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Harvale. Brogan? Yeah, yeah, Brogan. And, like, draw a weapon and be ready to defend. And try to make myself look like I'm, you know... I'm re- ready to defend the... This new gang I'm part of, apparently, from these bizarre intruders. You know, I'll be like, you know, like, stay, stay back. You know, like pull out how much load I have left. Oh, I haven't pulled anything out yet. Now, yes, yeah, so I'll pull out my my signature weapon. 
What is your signature weapon? It's a lamppost with Baza Baza's name on it. (laughs) (laughs) Where were you keeping that? I don't know, but it's only too low to have that, so... Lady never tells. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Pretty good. All right. So, yeah, you pull out this lamppost, and, uh... I figure at this point it's, it's more of like a it's more of like a mace, like a, almost like a sawn off lamppost. So it's got like yeah. a big shaft to grip, and then a big heavy like where the oil and the, the glass would be, and all spiky bits at the top. Yeah, yeah I mean uh, you use it a couple of times, so it may not be. Yeah, uh, so it's probably it kind of beat up, but totally straight <laughs> at this point. Yeah, so yeah, you uh, somehow you're able to pull that out from underneath your robes. Why don't you make like a sway check on? Uh, well, I don't know. Harvell, you've already got Harvell on your side, so I don't know. Uh, like, what are what are you? In t- I guess you're just trying to. I'm trying to to like defend the. Oh, he's the only yeah. one up. He's the only person up here I know. Uh, right. So I'm trying to defend him, and if 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 yeah. these intruders, you know, come near, they're gonna get a thwap. Yeah. So like, as the fog descends, you'd like stand in front of Harvell, uh, but it very quickly becomes incredibly difficult to see what's going on. Uh, Virgil, what it, uh, what are you doing now? Uh, you got called out, but your fog has descended. Yeah, I mean, my my go to thing would be to make a spooky ghost appear and and try and blame the the ghost and be like, oh no, look, a ghost. Uh, Iskra and I were were right there. She's got the thing. I feel like we want a bucket. So run away. What's okay. the run away roll? I think that that's gonna be. I mean, I guess it would be. Yeah, things are distracted enough that that our plan for originally was just to you know get out and dodge. So. I think that's yeah. all I really want to do. So it's getting kind of crowded up there in that chamber. You have the fog that's helping, so I might give you an extra die on a prowl roll to get out, but it's it's gonna be desperate at this point. What do you think, Iskra? Once attention was on Virgil and I had successfully gotten the eye, I'm going to be backing away from him as if you know, as if I don't know what's going on either. Yeah, well, with this thick fog, it's become very hard to see, you know, what's right in front of you, let alone someone across the room, so. But I know where the, the stairway is, and I'm making my way over there. Yeah, so why don't y'all both make prowl rolls with an extra die? Desperate. Was there is there a window in this room? Not in this room, no. Ah, so prowl, desperate. It's a five. Iskra, did you roll that with an extra die? No. No, I did not. Okay, so just roll one more d6, and let's see if you get a 6. There you go. Well done. So you both both do it. So uh, with the aid of the fog, you're both able to sneak out of that chamber uh, as the... um, as the circle of flame is thrown in the chaos. Just in time, too, as they start attuning to the ghost field themselves to get a wind to blow this fog and clear the room. I'm gonna take off the robe once I'm out of sight. Yeah, uh, y'all have made it to the stairway at this point as they clear the room. Sophia, you, as the... Fog clears, you see, you know, the rest of the Circle of Flame there working their magics to clear the room, 
two of the robed members are missing, as well as the eye. They're shouting. Uh, people are trying to find out what happened. I think Harvale's probably the first to notice that the eye's gone. He says, the eye, they took the eye, quick. And it looks like they're about to start moving towards the staircase. Yeah, I'll, I'll give chase. I'll be like, damn. I was, I, yeah. was worried this, I was worried this might happen. Yeah, Harvell has thrown back the hood of his robe. I think he's actually going to take a moment to get out of it, because it's hard to chase someone in a robe like that. Yeah. Jeremy. Yes? I would like to do a flashback, but it's a very, very brief flashback, not very far back in time. I want to arrange the robes on the stairs so that it will trip people. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, like you said that you were taking that off, so you can just say that you dropped it right there on the uh staircase if you're wanting to take the time to do that so that it's actually a hindrance just make a tinker roll is this rescue or is it still desperate the non-robed members uh are going to be moving towards the staircase now so i think it's pretty risky to do this or probably pretty desperate it'll help buy you some time if it works out but if it doesn't they're gonna be right on top of you that's a double six a critical success Wow. Well done. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sophia, as you um, are following the rest of the circle down, you see that the people in front take a tumble as they, a couple of them slip on some of the uh, robes that were uh, left on the staircase and take a real hard crack as they tumble down. Let's see. R someone roll a d7 for me. Roll, roll it twice. A D7? Yeah, roll a D7. Okay. That's not a thing. I'm looking... So slash roll D7. That's a D7. There you go. So three. So one more time. Have to be non-Euclidean. Dice for Jeremy. And a one. Okay. Uh, so this happened to be Lord Mora and Harvell Brogan have both uh, tripped oh, and tumbled uh, down the stairs. We'll leave Are their fates for later, but they do not look to be in great <laughs> shape. Um, oh, no. Sophia, what do you do when you see Harvell fall like that? Like, his head has very clearly busted open. He's bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it is not a good scene. <laughs> so they, rem remind me, they use rings to like see and activate things but we still have a ring well, yeah sophia does, but sophia doesn't know that yeah sophia doesn't know that but iskra did steal a ring that kind of revealed where the secret doors and chambers were at i guess i want to i mean first aid is like tinker if you're if you have the, that ability it's like i don't have any any, any ability there i guess what i want to do is i want to i want to roll command and basically what I want to do is, because Harvale's down and it's obvious that there's more traps, you know, like that wasn't just robes on the ground. There was clearly a, a dangerous trap in there. And, you know, we don't know what's down the next corner. Like everybody needs to take it slow. And, you know, someone needs to take care of your these injured fellows. Yes, please you know? slow down. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and make that roll then. I'm going to say that you're not really like, this is probably risky because you're an initiate trying to order the top tier members <laughs> around. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. 
But I, I'm, I'm going to take the one die from Cloak and Dagger because I am confusing them with misdirection. So yeah, yeah. A one and a two. Yeah. Uh, things I'll, go badly. You suffer. I'll moxie that at least one to a partial success. Okay. All right. Uh, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. I mean, reduced effect sounds like the easiest one because they're not going to listen to me. But yeah, uh, I th- I think what happens is that a couple of them stay here to look at Harvale and Lord Mora. We'll say um, Lady Penderin and Raffello both uh, stay there, but Lady Drake. Elstera and Madame Teslin are both continuing down uh, the staircase yeah. after Virgil and Iskra. Um, now, Virgil and Iskra, you guys have been able, like, that bought y'all a lot of time. I'm going to say that you, uh, yeah, so yeah, you see Cliff there as uh, as he's starting to come up the staircase. I'm just going to take him by the elbow and say, no, 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 out, out right now. We're leaving. Goodbye. So I can I look up and I see these people descending this uh, spiral staircase, right? I think that it's we could probably hear them. Uh, yeah, I think uh, y'all bought f- um, enough time with that trap that they're not close enough to actually see you guys. And I well, I can't see them. But you can hear them. Yeah, you can okay. hear the commotion going up on up there. Okay. Well, I was I was thinking if I see them, I was going to take a quick shot, fire a bullet up there. But <laughs> if I don't see them, it doesn't really. Sound like a thing I would do. Well, if uh, Iskra says it's time to go, and you said Virgil's nearby too as well. Yeah, we're we're there together. Okay. Uh, okay. It's <laughs> I'm really confused, uh, but let's go. Okay. You're always out of the loop, Cliff. That's what I do. All right. So um, you're able to make your way to the exit of the uh, Centralia Club. There is a bouncer there at the door, but a bouncer's job is to keep people out, not to stop people from leaving. And there hasn't really been an alarm raised since no one did anything overtly destructive, like shoot a gun or fire a lightning bolt. So I think you're probably just able to leave at this point. But Sophia is still stuck in there. What Do you, do you guys do anything different when y'all realize Sophia's not with you? We probably established a place to meet up if we got separated. Yeah. Okay, so, um, Sophia, you're there in the stairway. Eventually, the other three members uh, of the circle come back up and uh, are cursing. Ugh, they, uh, Raffaella says, those bastards got away with the eye. I got a good look at one of them. Pretty sure it was Moxie. I think uh, Lady Drake says yes. They've been a thorn in our side for some time now. First they took the eye and now they've taken it back. They interrupted our ceremony in the Undercity. I think it's time to make them pay. And they they ran my family out of business. They're horrible and I hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you trying to convince yourself or them? (laughs) I mean, I'm just, everybody's going to shit on Moxie, so I don't want to make it obvious that I'm an ally, so, you know, I'll throw something out there. It's a good thing you're wearing that disguise, huh? <laughs> they don't have accurate, we don't know if they have accurate mugshots. Okay, so how do you plan on extracting yourself from this situation? Well, I mean, sorry, so I mean, 
they were they were <laughs> they were kind of initiate me, but now they're like injured and stuff. So like, do they issue me like an initiation rain check? Because like I assume they still want to. <laughs> like so, what? I'm just gonna like hang, I'm waiting to see what happens. So like, what do they tell me? Um, so... I imagine they'll be like come back, you know, tomorrow or something. But. <laughs> So, uh, Harvale was the one who was being your, uh, patron. Yeah, he's all fucked up. And now he's all fucked up. So I think what they're gonna do is, like, call a physiker to come take a look at their injured companions. And, you know, if Harvale pulls through, then, you know, we'll worry about the initiation at that time. I mean... Injury I mean, to look, a high-ranking member kind of takes precedence over your initiation. I mean, Look, let's face it, you guys are under attack. That those Moxie got in here, stole your stuff, and injured your guys. You need you need, you know, bodies. So Harville is not gonna when Harville comes out of it, he's not gonna be very pleased that I got that you sidelined me with bureaucracy. You're better off just, you know, putting me to work helping. No, we have to have all the members <laughs> of the circle there for the initiation and Um, why don't you make a uh a yeah, sway I mean, I'll, roll? I'll roll for that, yeah. Yeah, why don't you make a roll? I will push myself. It's just risky. I think that this one's going to be desperate. Uh, just because you don't have a patron right now. They don't really know who you are. Other than that uh, Harvale vouched for you out of nowhere. Yeah. And I don't know their bylaws. So I can't be like, you know, what do the bylaws say about an injured member? You know? Yeah. Uh, four, three, three, and a six. So you do it. So uh, Madam Teslin is actually the one who speaks up and says... If uh, if all she needs is a patron, then I'm familiar with this one right here. She uh, and I'll vouch for her. Let's let's we can't do anything till the physiker gets here anyway. Let's just go and do the ceremony, even without the eye. Uh, so they'll take you back upstairs, and there's yes. kind of truncated version of the ceremony. Uh, normally, I'm, it probably lasts like you know four or five hours, and there's lots of calls and responses <laughs> and all of those sorts of things but uh this time they just want you to uh cut the symbol of the eye into your hand and touch their holy book with it yeah i'll do it all right <laughs> no questions asked okay so uh go ahead and give yourself just one level of harm uh marked and uh just I'm gonna say marked you know. by Kotar. And yeah, they present you with your very own signet ring and say, uh, congratulations, you're now a member of the Circle of the Order of Flame. As you progress upon the path of the Circles, you'll learn more about Kotar and his return. For now, we'll let you get your rest and recover from the ceremony. Yeah, I'll make my thank yous and skedaddle. All right. Uh, so yeah, you can go ahead and put on your items. You know, circle of flame signet ring. You and uh, uh, Iskra both have one of those now. Can I heal that? I have to assume that I can heal that mark regularly because I doubt that these people are forever running around having less effect on things. Uh, yeah, it, like it's not a permanent injury. It's yeah. just because you like you'll have to you know recover from it yeah, yeah, yeah. like normal but it's something that's there okay so let's do end of heist uh so the payoff so i want to before we end of heist and when i meet up with the rest of the crew um uh, because the end of heist may be affected by this 
I know we got the Eye of Kotar. By the, by the way, you know, way to, way, to, way to barge in and almost ruin everything, clowns. But it's fine. You know, we got this sweet signet ring, and, and you know, I'm, I'm in. I've infiltrated the circle, so. Anyway, they're after the Eye of Kotar. I know we want to give it back to Sammy Corpse a lot, but um, <laughs> whatever his name is, Fitz? there might be, yeah, Fitzy Corpse Sammy Corpse a lot. <laughs> but there might be some value in... in me, if, if I recovered the eye and gave it back to the circle, it would probably propel me through the ranks pretty heavily. So we gotta figure out really how much... We gotta figure out what, what's worth more to Moxie. Man, fuck the circle. Fuck those wizards. <laughs> Nobody even likes them. I mean, I, well, I did. I mean, I've already fucked one of them, but... Yeah, he loves one. Now, there was a clear case of being used there, and it was not me. I might have killed him anyway. Well, anyway, me. that's just something to consider before we give the eye back to Fitzy. Alright, thank you all for listening to Moxie. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. If you'd like to hear more from Jeremy, you can check out his Amazon page. If you'd like to see some of the cute squids and other sea creatures, penguins, and whatnot that Tabitha makes, you can visit her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Alright, so that is it for now, so thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. I mean, Fitz is going to pay us to do that, whereas the circle is not, so it's a pretty clear decision for me. Can you clarify why not giving the eye would be beneficial? Well, the circle is going to be a powerful enemy, and it would behoove us to have a somebody high and high up inside. So there's yeah, not an immediate I guess, payoff. I guess they know that it was us. Yeah. So, Actually, so. you know, you know what we could do? Let's give it to Fitz, and then let's steal yeah. it back. <laughs> as long as he doesn't find out it was us, that is a foolproof plan. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not opposed, honestly. Wow. Except so. they're trying to use it to resurrect a dead god. Yeah, that's, you know. Or something, we don't know. Okay, wait, I don't I don't propose that we give it to them and then everything's hunky-dory. I propose we use it as leverage to get me higher in their ranks so that when the time comes, we can chop all seven heads off at once, <laughs> you know? There you go. Yeah. Anyway, that, so that's, so that's, so Sophia thinks we should give back to Fitz, I agree, and then perhaps just steal it back. All right, so, um... Uh, y'all meet up at the designated place and make your way to Fitz's reconstructed museum that he has. You find him sitting in his office, and he says, My good friends, I trust that you have come with good news? Always. Always, Fitz. Yes, well, let's let's see it then. I was keeping it damp in my moist cowlet, so I extract it and present it to him. So it looked like you'd had a hunch the whole time? <laughs> I usually do. So, uh, yeah, you pull it out of your uh, moist cowlet and hand it to him. He says, ah, finally, back back in my rightful hands at last. Thank you, Moxie. This really means a lot that you would go through the trouble to return this for me. And I know that, uh, anyway, here, let me give you what you're due. And he hands y'all a bag of coin there's probably 10 coin in here okay who's is ever all of us here or is sophia not here yet everyone's here yeah everyone's i figured here. everyone was here okay i'm just so, I'm putting the 10 coin on our sheet for now because we're gonna have to spend some of it okay so, so i'll keep i'll keep track of the coin and the rep and stuff sounds good 
We're just holding it loose at the moment. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have any questions or anything they want to do here before we go into downtime? For I mean, I want, the, I, want, I want the rest of the payoff, but... Hmm? I mean, I want to know. We got to do rep and everything. Yeah, yeah, rep. I mean, yeah, we, okay. We'll go. We'll do that. I just didn't know if anyone had anything they wanted to... Like, ask Fitz or what? Ask Fitz or something they wanted to do before we went in there. If not, uh, we'll go in the payoff. I'm going to ask him if he's going to use it to resurrect a dead god. <laughs> no, no, no. This belongs in the museum. Okay, Indy. For dead god resurrection. So the crew earns two rep per score by default. If the target is a higher tier, which they were, let's see. They are... They might be two higher than us. Yeah, because I think they're three and you guys are two. We're one. That is uh, going to be four total uh, reps. Uh, how are y'all doing with rep? We're about halfway. About halfway? Okay. So let's talk about heat. I'd say that this was probably... Uh, contained. The actual burglary was pretty quick and contained. Yeah. And, I, and quiet. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's contained. Two heat. Plus one for high profile or well-connected target. They're three tier, which isn't nothing to sneeze at. So let's go with that. So three heat. If it happened on hostile turf, it did. Because y'all were on bad terms with now. And now y'all are on outright war with them. So you're going to get... Plus one, since it's on hostile turf. Plus one if you're at war. You weren't at war to begin with, so we're not going to do that one. Plus two heat if killing was involved. That remains to be seen. We don't know. If you, unless they're, I mean, if they're, if they're dead, then yes. If they're not dead, then... Uh, so I'm on a roll. They're tier three, so let's see how well that Fisker did. They got a six, so Harvale and Lord Mora both are going to make a full recovery. Great. But you don't get that plus two heat, so. All right, so that's what, a total of four heat? Uh, what y'all's heat looking at? Five? So we're five, so as long as we reduce it a little bit, okay. this session will be okay. I think we need to send some of that coin on some extra actions, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, does anyone want to go to jail? I don't think there's any value in that. Okay. Well, I mean, unless someone really wants to go. It'll only be for like a month, but. Somehow I'm able to contain my urge to go to jail. <laughs> All right, well, let's roll entanglements then. Roll one die f per wanted level. So, yeah, it's just one die right now. Someone else, I don't want to roll it. I, just I, roll I can it. roll it. Go nuts. No whammy. Uh, one. A one with five heat means gang trouble or questioning. So one of your gangs or other cohort cohorts causes trouble due to their flaws. You can lose face, forfeit rep equal to your tier plus one, make an example of one of the gang members, or face reprisals from the wronged party. Um, or the blue coats grab an NPC member of your crew or one of the crew's contacts to question them about your crimes. Who do the blo blue coats think is most vulnerable? Make a fortune roll to see how much they talk. Or pay the blue co coats off with two coin. I would say we just pay the blue coats off with two coin. Yeah, we yeah I think lost. they probably nabbed uh, Fitz, actually, when word got back that Fitz suddenly had the eye back. Because, you know, he's a prideful man and he put it back on display even after it got stolen from him. Um, so they probably picked him up and uh, when y'all heard, y'all... Through Cliff's contacts, you're able to make the payoff. 
and uh, get get him out before he talks too much about everything. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have a stern word with Fitz about keeping valuables in the back office. I mean, I lock the doors when I leave at night. You stupid son of a bitch, quit bragging about shit you stole. Okay, so let's do downtime activities. So why don't we start with Cliff? Uh, before we do that, so at the end of last session, we advanced, but we didn't want to deal with the advancement uh, until... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Done, so we should figure out, because if we get like a training facility or something, that's going to affect our downtime. That's fair. So we, we either take two crew upgrades or... Sociability. I really think we need to look at patron because it has the coin to advance in tier. So in probably in t- either one really good heist or two or one really good score or two more scores, we're gonna need to pay sixteen coin to someone. That's a lot of coin. Whereas yeah. if we take patron, we only need to pay eight. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think we should do patron. So the, well, we gotta figure out is who uh, who our patron is. Who who are we on best terms with uh, rep wise? So if we're looking at the factions, uh, y'all are best in best with the red sashes. Uh, you know what? You do have a level one with the hive, and they're a tier four entity. Do we know what the hive is? So the hive is the merchant cartel that was uh, y'all had worked with uh, to help them figure out who had murdered Rorik. Um, I think that would be a good patron to have, considering how often we do stealing and smuggling and burglary. Yeah, I'm good yeah. with the hive, and then may- maybe we can lean on them to help us against for intel and stuff about the uh, in our current war. So, any objections to patron? No. Cool. Our good. Uh, after this heist, then, like, um, you have, uh, you get a letter from Fitz uh, asking for you guys to come to. Uh, his office again. Uh, in Fitz's office, you see Karth Oris, the mercenary commander of the Hive that you've run into before in his uh, his dress uniform and his fancy hat with a boat in it. And there is a woman there with him. You actually recognize from when you went to Briscoe's Noodle Palace. Uh, because she and Karth Oris and uh, Rorik in uh, Lissa's body uh, were all eating at the same table. Fitz introduces her to y'all as Jera Maha. She is one of the leaders, uh, the, I mean, the leader of the Hive, uh, the one who organized the whole guild together. She says, I've been hearing much from my friend Fitz here about your exploits and i believe that y'all are going to do great things here in the future if you're willing to work for me i'm sure that i can help you rise the ranks here in the city it's always good to have allies and that's how she became y'all's patron cool uh so now uh back to downtime activities then so cliff do you have a good idea on oh so y'all are at war so that means just one downtime activity for each person we can still spend for more i want to say that's right i thought you could so you temporarily lose one hold and get only one downtime action rather than two so yeah you can still uh still do it uh you do temporarily lose a hold which means that you're gonna go temporarily from strong to weak here 
but as soon as you're not in war anymore, it's going to go up. So, Cliff, what you got in mind for your downtime activity? Well, I'm going to go beat some guys off. <laughs> you're going to go beat some you're guys off. What? Uh, I got a five. Your amount of stress equal the highest die results. So I go, okay, so I'm at zero stress. Whew. That doesn't screw me. Okay. There you go. Yeah, zero so stress. Go. Good job. Five guys at once. Leave my stress. All right, like so you said we get five guys uh, at once would cause more stress. Yeah. Five guys, burgers, and fries. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so you said we get minus one because we're a war. Is that what I heard? Uh, correct. Uh, because okay. we're at war, we only get one downtime activity. Okay. Well, I still have a floating downtime that I can give myself or other people. I don't really have an immediate use for my extra one. I would appreciate some help healing. I don't know if anyone else is injured. I think you're the only one, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely give that to you. I would like your floating one if you don't want it. To heal. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go to... Let's go ahead and do that then, Sophia. Tabitha, can you roll a tinker roll for me? It's a four and a three. So a four is going to be two segments. And then I'm going to send my one of my activities healing. I mean, I'm going to probably pay coin, but... So would you give me another roll, please? Three. So that's one segment. Ugh, Christ. I'll spend it. I'll, I'll, you yeah. want to spend uh, a point of moxie to bump it up? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. All right, so let me clear that. Uh, cool. Do I'd like to do other downtime activities but with money, but let's wait to see how we split our money up. Okay, so let's go to Iskra next, then. I'm going to get my foot healed. Uh, I've got a glass injury to my foot. Oh, that's right. I forgot that it happened. So go ahead and roll Tinker, then. Six, so that's uh, three segments. When I need healing, it's the ones and three, you know, two. <laughs> so when you need healing. Sorry. Tabitha, Tabitha. if you want to spend a point of moxie, yeah. that'll clear the whole clock. I so. will, too. And then uh, Virgil. So I wanted to try and build my um, spirit positioning system. Okay. That's the um, thing. Now it's tier four, and I also need this coin. So I don't know uh, how we want to do that. And, like the first thing you're going to need to do is find that coin, and then okay. you can craft it. Okay. Yeah. Now is this type of thing I could like go to a like a pawn shop and buy? Or like an antique stealer? Uh, why don't you make a um, a roll to try to find the place where you can uh, buy one? And depending on how well you roll, that's going to determine how expensive it is. I bet Fitz has one. Would that be a survey? I, I think survey could do it. And go ahead and give yourself an extra die because you have Sabina as a contact. Um, and she, if you're talking with her, she can probably give you some better information. So a six. So you're able to find uh, a place where you can uh, buy one of these coins relatively cheaply. So you can buy one of those old coins for one coin. Okay, I'll spend a coin on it. I'm just going to mark it off on my sheet here. And then we'll yeah. divvy up uh, later. Okay, so I've got one of these coins, and that was, that was, it's going to be my full downtime? Yeah, I think that will be yeah. an action, because, uh, yeah, because it's a acquire asset, basically. Could, um, while we're talking about it, though, could I go ahead and give myself the clock? It's not a clock, it's just a... It's not a clock? It is a downtime activity itself. Oh, I see, I see, it's not, okay. Right. Cool. Um, okay, so I've got the coin now. So over the course of these couple of days where y'all have been, 
you know, recuperating from this heist and, you know, uh, coming to terms with your new working relationship with the Hive and um, waiting to see what the fallout's going to be from this encounter with the Circle. Iskra and Cliff, you both one night have a dream about that lighthouse in the mountain. Iskra, you might recall that you had a vision of that lighthouse when you were leaving the Undercity, holding the staff. You felt something touch your mind uh, while you were leaving, and you were able to push it away, but you got just a brief flash of that lighthouse. And in this dream, uh, both of you find yourselves together uh, standing next to that window inside the lighthouse. Uh, as you're looking out, you can see each other from your peripheral vision standing there next to each other. As you're looking out, you see the sun in the sky slowly going dark and some monstrously huge ball of fire taking its place, glowing green. Somewhere down below in that sort of dream sense where you can tell something's too far away for you to actually see it, but you can see in here perfectly. You see a man holding the uh, seven-branched rod, and he channels some sort of strange magic, throws it at that ungodly being in the sky, and breaks it. And this, you watch the sky go dark. And that's when you both wake up in the cold sweat. Uh, Y'all both stay in the um in the quarters underneath Cliff Claw Law, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all probably both wake up to hear each other gasping out of your nightmare. I'm gonna call up Cliff. You good? Oh well. Damn. Does uh Isker, do you sleep with your uh your mask on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I sleep with it next to me. <laughs> So what does Iskra look like without her mask, then? Uh, smaller mask. <laughs> she wears a scarf wrapped around the bottom of her face. Veritable mask Troska doll. <laughs> no, she's just, like, pale and lumpy and has obvious scars from her life on the plains. Well, I'm I'm gonna wake up and just be shocked at that. You know, it's gonna take me a second, a consciousness to clear, and I'm like, slowly realize that Isker woke up as well. I called out, Cliff, are you good? Don't know if I'd say I'm good. Uh, I'll get us both glasses of water to, to drink. It's kind of woken up in, in, in sweat. What what was that? Was it? I'm just, I'm just confused. I just had a I just had the weirdest dream. dream. Wait, what dream did you have? I don't know if I told anybody about the lighthouse, but I, I'll kind of recap it here. There was a lighthouse in these mountains. Were you in the lighthouse looking out a window? Yeah, it was back back in in the club. Uh, I was taken up to a library separate from from you guys. That's when I got separated, and there was some weird illusion effect. It seemed like where I was looking out not from from Brightstone, but from this lighthouse next to this mountain range. In the dream, and, Cliff, was there a green orb that took over the sun? I don't think so. Not what I saw. I think I would notice such a thing. Are are you lying there? Because y'all both saw the same dream. Oh, I I think you. I thought you meant like in the uh, the club. Uh, yeah, no, I saw it in the dream, but it wasn't in you know what I saw at the club. 
Cliff, I think we had the same dream. And also, I had a vision of this terrible thing. This lighthouse in the Undercity. I'm thinking we shouldn't have messed with those blue wizards. <laughs> We're gonna have to kill them all. I think we've overstepped our, our bounds here. Oh boy. I just wanted to run a law office. In my in my sleep, I mutter, K- killing's not the answer. No, it's a question. The answer in this case is yes. Killing? <laughs> All right. Um, does anyone have anything else they want to do in this downtime through spendings of money? We need to distribute 10 coin among ourselves. And the, stat, the, the, the company can't hold anymore, so I'm going to spend at least one coin and clear stress let me do that and the coins you spent earlier were those just your personal coin yes sorry yes so i'm gonna be sent a personal coin now as well to do that uh where are you uh going the clear stress pleasure it's been it's been a while the pleasure bard must be yeah okay back, i know i know that you had said that you had tried different places before so i wasn't sure if uh, you were gonna go to silk shore this time or not um uh, in I don't think so. Stay with the pleasure barge. All right. So that that is gonna overindulge. Oh me, boy! And I'm I'm going to be selfish and just take. The, I'm just gonna say that I talk too much. I need some to relieve some stress after my crew. My crew's lack of communication caused me almost to get killed. And uh, I'll take the two. We'll take the two heat. All right. So yeah, you rolled six and you only had four stress, so you overindulged, and so. Uh, while being I'll lost in the pleasures of the pleasure barge, you wound up drawing drawing some extra heat to your crew. Which, like, you know, we can spend money to reduce that, so that's fine. <laughs> does Does anyone else uh, want to? Well, now I do. I'm gonna spend <laughs> a coin to take another downtime so I can reduce some fucking heat, Sophia. <laughs> Are you, so yeah, take your own coin, and we'll then we'll put the ten into us. However, we can make it work. All right. So, how are you uh, gonna be reducing this heat? I'm going to be reducing heat by causing confusion. Uh, I'm gonna go around and sow a bunch of different rumors that conflict with each other. So you're spreading disinformation. Yep. Okay. That would be creating distractions and chaos. I'm gonna wreck it. Uh. <laughs> I don't know how well a wreck applies for that one. Not physically. I'm metaphorically wrecking things. You're metaphorically wrecking I'm, things. I'm wrecking their certainty that we're guilty of anything. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, well, I mean, that's still one heat. Got it? Oh, you got it already? Nice. I got it. For some reason, going around and busting heads isn't it the best way to... Uh, uh, I wasn't busting heads. Uh, you were busting metaphorical heads. <laughs> uh, anyone else? All right. So again, we have to. I mean, I'll I'll reduce heat for a coin. I will go. I will go to our tavern and I will just talk to people about how you know there's all this garbage going on. None of it is true. You know, the blue coats have the wrong folks, and all the all the heat should be focused on elsewhere. And you know. All right. Just consort my way through life here. Well, go ahead and give yourself an extra die for that. Uh, and I think you actually get an extra one for Clyra being there, too, because don't you get an extra die if you have a friend or contact who helps you? I don't know. I mean, I'll take it, but... Yeah, for any downtime activity, take plus one die to the roll if a friend or contact helps you. 
Two sixes. There you go. That makes it a critical success. So you clear five heat. Hell yeah. So nice. Zero. All right. There you go. So me and Iskra both reduced heat. So we should let's take the odd coins. So take a coin, Iskra. Now we have eight. Everybody else take. Now everybody takes two coins. That should be fair. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, because those are like group benefits. Okay. Yeah. So it's three to Iskra, two to everyone, two to everyone else. Yeah. I would kind of like to make something with uh, one of my coins. Okay. Well, if you want to make it, you have the thing to do it now. So for crafting. Yeah. So the problem, the problem though, is like, um, it's a tier four. It's a level four. And so I think how it works, I would have to get a critical, which would give me tier plus two in order to make it, because I also get a plus one for strange methods. So if I don't roll we have a, a six... We have a workshop as well, so... So that's another plus one. Okay, so I could roll, like, a four or higher, and that would make it? All right, well, we're, we're tier one, but you can also spend coin, too, so you have a pretty decent chance with a coin or two of making it. Yeah, but I have to spend a coin to do it, and then I have to spend two coins to increase the quality level. Then I'm out of coin. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll, I'll go for it, because it's a 50-50, I'll get it, right? Yeah, and if you know you're going to fail, you don't need to spend the coin, so... Right. Um, so I just roll a d6, is that right, Jeremy? You're gonna roll Tinker. Tinker. I don't have any ticks in Tinker. So, so maybe I, maybe you can I do push that. yourself to roll one die, or roll two die and take the worst. Yeah. Um, can I, tr- can I like train and Tinker instead? Train and Insight? Yeah. Yeah, so how does, how's training work? It's been a while since we've you done just, that. You just get one tick in the, in the XP bar. Yeah, because we don't have the Insight training. Damn it! Did did you guys? I'll just I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Listen, there's something that you took so that I could help you tinker with things. Like so once you've invented ability. a formula or a design, you can craft it by using a downtime activity. No one else can craft this invention unless they learn your design as a long-term project. So you've made the design. Technically, Tabitha could make it, but she would have to do a long-term project to learn it. I get a plus one when I make it. I just didn't realize I needed Tinker, so I'll just I'll just wait. All right. Uh, does anyone have anything else they want to do? All right. So I think that takes us to the end of downtime. Then we need to do XP and yeah. stuff, right? XP. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do XP. So let's go ahead and uh, do end of session. So let's start with Cliff. All right. Uh, I think the session, uh, you don't have to challenge a calculation or a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I guess I could make the, the the case that trying to sneak around and find the, the conditions is conspiracy. You did yeah. use a secret mark that only we know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well that gives me an advancement coming up. Okay. You express your belief drives heritage background. I don't really think so. Uh, you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas. Not particularly, no. Yeah. It's just one advancement. All right. Uh, do you have a particular one in mind, or do you want to think about it? I'm going to think about it. Okay. Let's go to Iskra, then. Uh, everybody don't forget to mark uh and XP in the attributes if you roll desperate actions, because we did that mm-hmm. a couple of times. I think that John rolled one. Yeah, I already marked it. And you rolled two. Yeah, I got mine. Okay. I rolled one and I got mine. Okay. You addressed a challenge with technicals or mayhem. 
I would argue, yes, I did. I stole an eyeball with mayhem. Yep. yep. And you also trip people down the stairs. <laughs> uh, you express. Do I get two for that? Yeah, go ahead. Yay. Because if you hadn't have done that, like, you took a big rest doing that, and if it hadn't have panned out, things probably gotten a little bit messier. You expressed your beliefs drives heritage or background. I stole an eyeball, does that count? Uh, I mean, you already got something for that, okay. so. I think, uh, I think Isker gets to use uh, her gill voice, the guild voice. <laughs> I struggled uh, the with session. issues from my vias or trauma. I'm I'm real time cosplaying, having trouble talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a struggle to me. You did reference your background back on the plains and gave us a little bit more insight into what Iskra is like without her mask. So go ahead and give yourself one for that one. That was a charity XP, but I will take it. Uh, I got an advancement, so I'm gonna oh, take. Oh, you did. Ghost Ward. Ghost Ward. You know how to wreck an area with arcane substances and methods, so it is either anathema or enticing to spirits. Your choice. That's going to be pretty pretty useful. I'm sure that's going to be good to do. Uh, with. Uh... I figured it would work well with Virgil's abilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you make an area anathema to spirits, they will do everything they can to avoid it and will suffer torment if forced inside the area. If you make an area enticing the spirits, they will seek it out and linger in the area and will suffer torment if forced to leave. This effect lasts for several days over an area the size of a small room. Particularly powerful or prepared spirits may roll their quality or arcane magnitude to see how well they're able to resist the effect. Alright. Uh, let's go to Virgil. Um, I addressed a challenge with knowledge or arcane power. I mean, I made, made Fog show up, so that's yeah. probably that. Express beliefs, drives heritage or background. Not overly struggle with issues of vice or trauma. Not really. Just one. And Sophia. Uh, I definitely uh, addressed a challenge with deception influence. Yep. Really twice. Yeah, I, I would say go go for it. I don't know, but beliefs, drives heritage or background. Yeah, not. I don't think any of that really came up. Yeah. It'd be nice if it digs and it advances around, but whatever. I definitely struggle with issues with my vice. So yeah, you overindulge, so. And uh, I'll run. I'll that, run through the crews. Let's do the crew advance. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the crew. So execute a successful burglary, espionage, robbery, or sabotage. Go ahead and give yourself two. Um, oh, since I'd, argue, I'd argue we did two of those things. Contend with challenges above your station, most definitely. Go ahead and give yourself two in that. We were not professional, so. I don't think we get one for Bolstar Cruise Rep. That was pretty pretty haphazard there. And express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew. Well, we did leave bodies behind this time, so yeah. Not bodies <laughs> if they're not dead. They're still they they're still bodies. I do see. <laughs> All right, so that's four total. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So uh, I've got a quick question for Cliff. And uh, you spend a lot of time talking with the members, especially Lady Penderlin and Raffello, about what the Circle of Blue Flame is intending to do. They were talking about how they want to try to return the world to what it once was before it was shattered. Yeah. I just want to know what Cliff thinks about that goal. 
Well, um, it sounds to me like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the, the sentence that you just uttered, but knowing what I've seen these people do and generally knowing how people in Duskfall work, it's probably just something they tell themselves to make themselves feel good about the things they do. Um, after seeing the lighthouse and feeling that creepy feeling touching it and also this dream, I don't really think they have the best intentions. So it's something I think we need to watch out for. Uh, should we really care, you know, about large-scale political issues? All right. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think Cliff really cares about "quote unquote" saving the world. Uh, he's not gonna try to do anything to stop these dastardly evil people uh, at this point, at any rate. But he certainly doesn't trust them. Like, what is uh, everyone's general feelings on the circle? Like, what are y'all planning on doing to them now that you're at war with them? Poisoning their water. You say poisoning their water? I did. Look, Sophia has one one job, and that's to get all four of those lines of her stash filled and then retire. <laughs> like, what's the difference between resurrecting a dead god and the fucking garbage shit we live with today? It's all garbage. It will never affect... So at least we can fucking try to go out on top. So Sophia's, Sophia plans to use them for all they're worth and get some cash out of it. Yeah, it is interesting how you're double dipping. You're literally on both sides of that now. The idea that a dead god might rise up doesn't like doesn't. That's like me thinking to like me the like Kevin thinking about well, what if a dead god gets resurrected and attacks Massachusetts? Like, well, I can't think about that. It doesn't matter. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> deal with it if it happens. They got bills to pay. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I gotta pay taxes. Like, whatever. <laughs> Alright. So does anyone have a particular leaning for what they want to do next time? Poison their water. We, ha- we have to get we have to get out of war. War status blows ass. We won't so... be at war if they're all dead because we poisoned <laughs> their water. I mean, killing them all worked for the lamp. Well, <laughs> like, if we just kill the top seven of them, then the rest of the people who have rings are going to get really mad and stay at war with us. So we have to actually do something that drops us down in some manner. Just don't know what that looks like. I mean, there's a few different ways that you can stop being at war with people. Like Tabitha suggested, you could beat them into submission like y'all did with the Lamp Blacks until they're no long- they're a non-entity. Uh, but they're also two tiers higher than you are, so they've got a lot more muscle. And y'all don't really have any allies like you did in the Red Sashes. As far as, like, you might be able to pull the Red Sashes into this and get them to help y'all, but they don't really have an invested interest in it. Like, they'll help you because they're your allies, but they're just a tier two. Poison their water, steal their fancy club, eat their mushroom stew with croutons. That's what Tabitha has said. Love it. The the blue wizards have a monopoly on the crouton trade in Duskfall. So, uh, so yeah, there is you know embracing the war and doing stuff, or you could try to come to some sort of truce or ceasefire with them through negotiation. Uh, I think that that would lean pretty heavily into y'all's strengths. I think y'all have several people who would be. Like, y'all have two people that are pretty good at wrecking stuff and two people that are pretty good at talking to people. Yeah. So, we're, I don't love we, that. Uh, I, think our, I, I mean, you were talking about ending the war, and that was my, what I brought up, but I really think what we have to do next is steal the eye back. 
Yeah, that's that's where yeah, I'm going. I, we can end the war. I mean, I kind of yeah. best I can tell these guys fought that weird creature that was underneath the ground, which seems like a pro in a pro column for for me. So I don't think we really want to like you know be on these guys' bad side. There's a lot of them too, clearly. So my vote is steal the eye. Yeah. So so you guys steal from your friend Fitz. He doesn't have to know it's us. Yeah, he's, we just have to be got very, it on display, very, like you said. Yeah. You know, we just have to be really stealthy about it. We're right. good at that. The goal is zero rep on this one, boys. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be interesting to see how this turns out, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay.